Welcome to Um That Just Happened, the podcast that makes your holidays suck just a little bit less. We recorded at the FTW today for the first time ever. Edited at Lazarus Bay Studios, recording in high quality audio for posterity on June 28th to be aired on July 5th, right after 4th of July. First podcast of uh, July this year with closed captions where available. We submit for approval your weekly source of audio debauchery. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. And we're now at the FTW, which means the long-awaited return. A.K.A. the Bat Cave. Of um, that just happens. Fifth Beetle, Mr. Nelson Flores. Hey, everybody! What's going on? Also at the FTW today, still to be unnamed. We brought yeah. the goal with us. Yeah, we need a name for the goal. <laughs> you think it should be a girl? Earl. I think it should be Brad. He's more of a sheep. Brad's more of a sheep. It's sounding bad. Is that oh yeah, I guess. So. What sound does, does a goat make? Mr. Wild Screaming Goat. All right, so I want to shout out Maria. Obviously, consistent with that. Yeah gotta be. I also want to shout out you, Nelson, for inviting us to breakfast this morning. I wish we could do it more often. I had a great time. Yeah, great it to was... be back on the north side. When you walk into a restaurant and they say, hi, how can I help you? And you say, okay, we need five high chairs. You should have seen the looks on their faces. And they're really gracious and we go there all the time, but... Golden Nugget on the north side. Uh, Diversity, Milwaukee, and Elston. Shout out to no, Tabitha. Diversity no, I'm sorry. Western. Diversity Western in, in Elston. So, Shout out to Tabitha. Been yeah. seen her for years since college. Yeah, if you see Tabitha working there... Underrated joint. Yeah, drop her a few extra bucks at the least. What we, was the, Who was the name of the waitress that used to... She was our Sunday waitress. Because Tabitha was like our, our weekday waitress in college when we didn't want to go oh, to class. Oh, the, the one with the short hair yeah, and yeah, the yeah, tattoos yeah. and Julie? Stuff. Julie. She's not there anymore. No. What's she doing now? I haven't seen her. Yeah. I'm, I haven't kept up with her well enough. So shout out to, to you two guys, of course. And that's it for me. What do you got? I got a couple shout outs since I've last been on the podcast. Shout out, obviously, to the wife. Doing a great job. Shout out to the Chicago Blackhawks. Third time in six years. I can dig it. We did that one last week. Did you? Well, I wasn't there, so that's the Blackhawks. Shout out again to Liz. Picking me up a Xbox One for Father's Day. I don't have much time to play it, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm on Forza, so anybody hit me up. Spider56, capital S-P-I-D-E-R, the number five, and S-I-X. I like to race somebody. Nobody ever wants to race me. And uh, that's about it right now. I can think of. Shout out to Sandra. Uh, birthday shout outs this week. Shout out to uh, Jackie. Shout out to uh, old friend from high school, Eric. Shout out to Bobby. Bobby's uh, birthday's coming up. Right this weekend. Is it? Sample socks. <laughs> Shout out to Lisa and Laura, the twins, and uh, shout out to my friend Kim. Birthday's going to be this week. Happy birthday, Kim. All right, let's move on to the podcast news. Everybody's talking about my podcast. I got my podcast. I got my podcast on. that theme music everybody's talking about my podcast i got my podcast that's my favorite <laughs> <laughs> you guys like that one. we have a international surge uh brazil beating out ghana this week what uh new listeners in abrigado sao joaquim brazil in catalao catalao Brazil. The only thing I know about Brazil is Watches. what I've seen on National Geographic, the Amazon, and Fast and Furious Part 5. City of God. There's a movie called City of God. So. What about the Incredible Hulk? He's in Brazil. That Norton one, the good one. Speaking of getting beat out, California beating out Wichita, Kansas this week. New listeners in Modesto and Hesperia, California. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your wives. We were just talking about that in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Captain America next time. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's all I got for podcast news this week. Pretty simple. Also, want to give a shout out and want to remind people at UTJH Podcast, the new Twitter account. Uh, shout out to all the new followers: Gabby, Jen, Claire, Jared. Claire from Vagina Dialogues. Jared from half of Something Gate. Claire Bear. 
Claire Bear. So thank you guys very much for following us. Spread the word. Get that disease shit going. All right, moving on to the Um What's Gonna Happen segment. Oh, by the way, shout out to Claire. Happy birthday, Claire. Yeah, happy birthday, Claire. And awesome. uh, fuck you to my happy birthday app for not showing Claire's birthday on my, oh. my list. We'll get to the nice fuck yous in a minute. Yeah. Coming up segment today on what's going to happen. We're going to be talking about the on my just saw portion, of course. We're going to be moving on to the corrections, fuck yous. Pissing on Grace today is going to be Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson. Who? Okay. Comic Cliff Notes today is going to be the U.S. agent. Do you in, know who? Or in light of... Uh, Independence Day. Independence Day. Didn't anybody from Independence Day die? Oh, yeah. What about that guy who... Uh, the guy who he fired because he didn't tell you about Area 51. Maybe we should piss on oh, his Oh, yeah. Name. He died. Did, oh, yeah. He, he plays a dick. You want to do him? want to look up his name? Well, we can edit that back in. All right. Today's top topics, we're going to be, since we snoozed down last week, we're going to be talking about our favorite father figures in movies and TV. Then, of course, we're going to do the what you say segment where I'm going to be naming off 15 movie quotes and these fine gentlemen are going to have to guess what they are. Open forum and our promotions. So, Chewy just fell. The Chewy bag. I get a lot of compliments on the bag. James, James Rebhorn? Did he die? Rebhorn? He's, he's dead. He gone. Did we piss on his grave before? I think so. Either way, he's not going to be reborn now. You look familiar. Let's, ho- let's hold that over until uh, we get back to that part. Alright, moving on to the Um I Just Saw portion. Today, uh, actually right before picking up Rodney to come over to the FTW, we found, or we found, I found on Superhero Hype a video of Olivia Munn practicing with a sword. She does nothing for me. Um, Unbelievable. I think she's going to play Psylocke well, who's easily one of the hottest comic book characters of all time. And now that she's nailing Aaron Rodgers, she does even less for me. I'd help and her And here's out. the thing. In the background is Aaron Rodgers looking like an idiot with a tempo sword. I heard he's gay, no lie. I've heard that he was actually, um, that she's his beard. But, you know, that could just be the Bears fan of me. I found that. Not there's anything wrong with them. Oh, shout out, shout out to uh, the gay community. Oh, yeah. Everybody deserves to the be miserable. LGBT. I I'm sorry, I don't know the full acronym, but. LGBT. I think there's a yeah, Q there's, on the end yeah, of it. There's something else. LGBTQ? Yeah. R-S-T-U-V. Nah, man. Anyway, shout out to you guys. Uh, in case you don't know, in the United States of America, across all 50 states, it's now legal for homosexual couples to get married. It's, it's a big thing. I know we don't talk about politics, but, you know, good for you guys. Anyway. Overdue. So Olivia Munn's practicing with the sword, and I'm like, wow, she looks pretty good. You know, her hair's up. She's doing actually a pretty good job. And then she stops moving, puts her hands down, and she's got a fucking Green Bay Packers shirt. I'm like, ruined! <laughs> fucking ruined, you idiot! I mean, what, what do you expect? No, I expect better. I expect a bear shirt all the time. So there's that. Uh, saw most of Jack Reacher. I don't know if you guys have seen Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise. No. Pretty cool movie. I mean, he does he does a pretty good job. He's getting up there in age, so he's not able to do the same things he used to do. But I thought, that role was, I thought that role was kind of a stretch. <laughs> he's reaching. I got it. And then saw Good Luck Chuck, which I saw a long time ago. But the whole first half of that movie is very, very funny. And then Dane Cook starts to act silly for no reason. It kind of ruins the That's the one with Jessica Alba. And oh, the Penguins. Yeah. But his friend is, is what's funny about the movie, you know. Why don't you shoot in some baby gravy? Like, that whole thing, that was pretty fucking funny. A lot, so, of, a lot of TNA in that movie, if I remember, right? Yes. And none none from Jessica Alba, which sucks. Yeah. She's got a clauses where she won't do that. I know. That goes back to Rodney's whole saying of... Show it while people still want to see it. Boom. Word. All right, Nelson, what have you seen? Oof. Not a lot. Been busy, but I uh, finished watching Daredevil. I loved it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I can't wait. 
Can't <laughs> wait. All right, we're going to have to open up a topic because not that I didn't enjoy, because that was going to be my own I just saw for this episode, not that I didn't enjoy Daredevil. I didn't enjoy it as much as I would enjoy Arrow, and I am very surprised, now that we get to talk about it, Adam, that you actually preferred and liked this show because in retrospect, you know, just having freshly finished the whole series, 13 episodes, it's a story that's really more about Kingpin than it is about Daredevil. Yeah, but the Kingpin still, spoiler alert, Kingpin still gets his comeuppance. Setting it up. You gotta... Yeah, but I mean, if, if you think about it, it's like Kingpin's the one who, you know, it was very Tim Burton-esque in a sense that it was dark, it was gritty, it favored the villain, but we got more of Kingpin's backstory, I feel, than we did Matt Murdock. I mean, we got shades of Matt Murdock, and we, but you know, Matt Murdock didn't have the love interest Kingpin did. The final scene belonged to, what's his name? Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. Well, um, I think A, Vincent D'Onofrio is a, a bigger actor. Granted, it's the Daredevil show, so... He's the lead actor. But at the same time, it's sort of like, I'm sure they paid a shit ton of money for Vincent D'Onofrio. They were sort of like, let's get our money's worth out of him. He's such a great actor. He's He can show that full range and better did, than most. I didn't really like his... Uh, his acting was really bothering me in the series. Like Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought... It was very Edgar... At the same time, I I didn't want. I wonder if his I wonder if his spoilers. I wonder if his tenure in prison changes how he comes out in terms of how he acts. If he's no longer that kind of like like I'm nervous. Yeah. He just comes out and he's like running prison. He's like a shot caller in prison and like I think he's gonna run into bullseye there. I think. Well, they didn't cast John Bernthal in uh, Punisher. I can't wait. But going back, which by the way, great casting. And they're, they're yes. talking about saying that the next season is going to be Daredevil versus Punisher. That's the name of the whole season. I don't know if anybody noticed this, but I haven't seen anything. Two little Easter eggs I noticed. The sniper? The sniper. When he says something like, like he always gets his man or he always gets his shot. And then later on, when Kingpin's being transported, the guards, they have a patch order right here that says, um, it doesn't say bullseye, but it says something point. And it has the bullseye logo. Like, not like the Target logo, but like a bullseye. And it says something point, like, on point. Or point, I think it says point blank. And it has a bullseye logo right here. I mean, don't... That'd be cool if like, bullseye was like, like a mercenary. A hitman. Like a... Less of a costumed... Or, I mean, I love the bullseye costume, but... Really? More of a... I think the bullseye costume... I think the bullseye costume work if I it don't... was less of a tight thing and more of like a balaclava puts over his face. I don't like the whole giant belt thing that he's got. You could diminish that, but... Picture, like, Bane. I mean, not the size, but, like, you know how Bane was in Batman Dark Knight Rises where he was, like, a terrorist? Bulls, like, kind of be like that. Like, he's military, like, black water, like, you know, like a mercenary. And he wears, like, a balaclava, and it's got, like, a little white, maybe, like, a little airbrush right there. That's awesome. Going back to the whole... I'm glad that Daredevil didn't have the quote-unquote love interest. Because then, of course, it ended up being a love story kind of thing. I mean, he's got Karen Page, which is enough. And he's got... What's her name from? Nurse by Night. Rosario Dawson. Well, I thought Karen... Night Nurse... I thought Karen Page was going to be uh, Foggy's love interest. He's he's trying hard. I mean, it's going to be like a whole Ron Weasley and Hermione thing. Sort of, yeah. I mean, that's how it was in the comics, but my thing is, you don't need that. I mean, how many people has Ollie fallen in love with since the start of that show? Well, I mean, my whole thing is that, I mean, that's a key characteristic of the protagonist. That, you know, backstory, love interest, you know. Here's my thing. Fine. You can be the playboy, like, I'm a superhero that fucks around kind of thing. But do you have to fall in love with every single one of them? He's got no one else. I know, but he's you a tragic figure. He, he's, he falls in love with Sarah. He doesn't have any luck. Daredevil's got... Next to Spider-Man, Daredevil. Daredevil. I'm talking about Arrow. Oh, Arrow. Like, he doesn't need to fall in love with, with everyone. Well, I think he used to be a playboy, and then he was on an island by himself, and he's isolated, and he realized that, hey, you know, sometimes there's people around you. you so gotta... then he falls in love with Shadow. And he falls in love with, yeah, so with Sarah again. Then he falls in love with... What's her name? Human, uh... The hacker. So, 
um, that just happened. I don't know. It, it, to me, it was just like he started pulling the Batman thing of revealing his fucking identity to every fucking woman. Well, in his defense, or I mean, every person, he didn't have an identity when he met Shadow or Sarah. Or that's the one thing I liked about Daredevil. I mean, I didn't like the fact that he showed his identity to Foggy Nelson. That was one thing I actually didn't like at all. But for the most part, really, I thought it was overdue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought know, it was like, come, I was like, he's got to know. You, you mean, graduated Foggy. summa cum laude from a prestigious university. You couldn't figure out that your best friend's Daredevil. Well, that that's a bother me so much but I mean like if you're currently reading Daredevil right now like Foggy knows everything I mean every episode is everybody else but that's but. now Foggy didn't know anything up until excuse me Foggy didn't know anything up until like 10 years ago I mean that's what 50 years almost of having that secret identity that was such a good one anyway have you seen anything else besides did you enjoy Daredevil I did I liked the costume more than I did more than I thought it would it looked better than everybody kept showing that one still of him standing up and I was like it looked kind of yeah, like, crappy like from showing from underneath but like seeing it actually was pretty good and um, I saw uh, Jurassic World. Which yeah, how was that? I loved it. I really want to see that. I absolutely loved it. Anybody who knows me, I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan. My favorite all-time movie. I think it's perfect. I think it's on par with Jaws. And Now, how does that rank in the Jurassic Park series? Like, in terms of... Well, I think it's the second best, but it, the funny thing you should mention is that... Must be in the original. Yes. This movie is a direct sequel to the original. They don't make... I don't think... I didn't see... I think I saw one Easter egg that... But they don't make any reference to the other two movies. So this movie takes place... Like, I think Jurassic Park was like 23 years ago, 24 years ago, something like that. This takes place after. And they, they acknowledge it. They, they call it the incident at the park, and I don't want to give too much away, but... So um, they don't reference the, the second? No. Or the third movie. So it's... I didn't watch it, but the twelve-year-old Nelson inside me, who saw Jurassic Park for the first time, I think, I think maybe a little younger, was enjoying every bit of it. I mean, it was was it outlandish, sure, but that's why you go see a summer blockbuster movie. Like, if you want realism, watch Cocaine Cowboys. If you want fun action, watch Jurassic World. I mean, it was better than Avengers Two. Wow, it was better than Avengers. I had more fun watching that than Avengers Two. Avengers Two let me down a lot. I liked it, but uh, Avengers Two let me down. We have to get to that in open forum because we're, this is going to be the Avengers, Avengers, yeah. the you, Avengers of the. Uh, do, you our think Avengers it was, do you think it should have beaten out Avengers One in terms of money sales? For Jurassic Park. Yeah. You know, I, I think that everybody likes superheroes, right? But think about why does Pixar make so much money? Because little kids, right? Kids are... Because little kids, little kids love dinosaurs. It doesn't matter. Most little kids want to see dinosaurs. They want to see what they think are monsters, but they're animals tearing it up. Some parents don't want to see sit down and watch grown people in costumes jumping around. I do, but would you say it's better than the original Avengers? Yeah, that's mm. what I'm saying. Is it better? I don't know if it's better. I mean, the original Avengers, that's the movie I waited almost my whole life to see. I mean, that movie could have been all of them sitting down and playing Parcheesi, and I would have loved it. Reading Shwarma? Yeah, Shwarma. But, no, I don't know if it's better. It's just, it was much better. I had reservations about watching Jurassic World. I didn't think it would be as good as it was, and it really surprised me. I don't want to hype it up too much because you're going to see it, but... Yeah, call back to episode 32. Really we were it. talking about Jurassic World, and we were talking about how the movie was coming up, and Adam was saying how, why the fuck would you go back to, back to, you know, after all that, those incidents happened, you know, the potential of being killed. And they you're, like, you're like, if I could have every model Evo or go to Jurassic Park once, and the, with the possibility of me dying, you said you would go to Jurassic Park. I would get rid of everything in this room right now for one ticket to Jurassic Park. And I heard they, they basically explained it as, why would we turn that money-making opportunity down? Yeah. They explained it. I mean, you can see in the trailers, Jurassic, Park, Jurassic World is making money. They make money. So, I mean, with that same argument, people always like, Nelson, would you want to see, would you really want to go to a place like Jurassic World? And I say, in it. In a heartbeat, I will go. No questions asked. And people say, well, the dinosaurs came out and bit everybody and ate everybody. Like, that same mentality is more far-fetched than when people say... That's like not going on a cruise because of the Titanic. One ship sunk. And that happened in real life. Isn't that your argument for not going on cruises? Among others. Germs. You know, there's people disappear on cruises every year. Have you seen anything else? 
Avengers 2, Oh, wait, I'm sorry. True Detective, first oh. episode. Pretty depressing. I mean, I know it's not a comedy or whatever, but... I felt <laughs> like the only way I can enjoy that show is if I did some meth. And I did, like... I drank a fifth of Johnny Walker. Anyway, that's it. That's pretty much all I saw. Yeah, I'm I'm running I'm low on time. I go to sleep at 8.30. You're talking to two people with two kids. Uh. We're there. We know. All right, moving on to the corrections department. Uh, I actually haven't heard the newest episode because it hasn't been released yet. It's obviously not a knock on Ronnie. It just hasn't been released. So, Ronnie, what do we got? So, Danny Kokski was Bobby Budnick on Salute Your Shorts, which we made reference to as the red-headed kid who was also in Terminator 2, um, but we never mentioned the character name or the actor's name, which we wouldn't have known at the time. But I looked him up on IMDb. He was also Sam McKinney on Different Strokes. Did you even realize that? That, like, that blew my mind. I actually looked it up I this morning. I Different Strokes in such a long fucking yeah, time. I think I a redhead kid who basically was taking Arnold's place after Willis left. I haven't seen, I haven't seen uh, different strokes in a long, long time. Oh. And then for some reason, I, we were talking about the '89 Batman, and you know, I kept referring it to as you know the Batman or Michael Keaton Batman. And in my mind, I just completely forgot the director's name, Tim Burton, which you know I usually refer to it as a Tim Burton Batman. I was drawing a blank. I don't know why. I just called that. Well, I mean, you know, there's the '66 Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, the George Clooney Batman. You know, they're making another Batman movie with Ben Affleck, and it's going to be called The Batman. Yeah. Re- real original. Is it going to be in the, out of be... the same universe as the Batman v Superman? Yeah. What do you and think they're going to call it? a Spider-Man movie when that comes out? Spidey. The Webhead. Spe- it's probably going to be Spectacular Spider-Man, Shit. or The Tales of Spider-Man, the Web of or The Spider-Man. Web of Spider-Man, The Deadly Foes of Spider-Man. Peter Parker Spider-Man. It's going to be one of those. It should no. be called Peter Parker Spider-Man, just to give the little Don't fucking... start. Don't start the Spider-Man. No, just to give the middle finger to all the people that are like, it should be Miles Morales. It's like, no, fucking fuck you. Peter Parker Spider-Man. I agree. Name yeah. of the movie. Weren't you in the camp that it should be Miles Morales? I, I am, but I'm saying that that's what they're going to do, and it would be funny if they did it. I think that they're going to, because of, you look at Age of, what is it, Avengers Age of Ultron, and then you have Infinity War. Infinity War opens up the possibilities of other dimensions. What happens at the end of Spider-Man, where, uh, let's say he's seen, he's peering at like a wormhole, just like an Avengers appears in the wormhole and looks, and he sees Spider-Gwen, or he sees Miles Morales, or he sees Spider-Ham. Oh my god, I hope not. And he realizes, oh my god, and boom, sets up for Spider-Verse, which is awesome. Spider Gwen is a huge character right now. Okay, but can she get another fucking name? I think, I mean, I think yeah, Spider Woman, Spider Woman, Spider Man, Spider Man. I don't know if she refers herself as Spider Gwen. I had the book. No, I she the book can't, there. obviously. That'd give away I had the book that I haven't read yet, though. But my thing is, with this new series coming out and, and with all these people being in one universe, can we get a different name for some of these people? Like, can she be like, you know, the White Spider? And the Silk? If Miles Morales is going to be the new Spider Man of the Marvel Universe. Which I don't know why, because I haven't read anything yet. He's going to be the Spider Man. Where's Peter Parker? Peter Parker is going to be the quote unquote, his quote unquote mentor, but he's still going to be Spider-Man. Can we give him a fucking name? Like Spider-Teacher? Spider-Splinter? Maybe Spider-Man. You're a policeman. There's another policeman. Like, or maybe that's one of those titles, like President. Like, like Green, like, once you get it, like you always Green Lantern, it. at least, you know, it, it's labeled as an intergalactic police force. So there's Green Lantern, Green Lantern, Green Lantern, Green Lantern. Yeah, that's my point. Spider-Man, you, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man is far cry away from Green Lantern. Oh, here we go. There's two of them, not 7,200. There's a lot of Spider-Man. Every Spider-Verse is like infinite Spider-Man. <sighs> and Ben Riley and fucking... Okay, so for those of you who are uninitiated to UTJH, Nelson's favorite superhero would be Spider-Man, and Adam's favorite superhero would be Incredible Hulk. And you mentioned this morning at breakfast about your theory with Peter Parker. Ah, so, the Incredible Hulk 
in the upcoming Marvel Universe, they're redoing the Incredible... Well, not redoing them, but somebody else is taken away. I don't know how. You sure someone's taken it away, or is it just they separated him and Hulk? It's been labeled as somebody has taken the mantle of the Hulk away from Bruce Banner and putting it on his quote-unquote frail shoulders. Spider-Man's not frail. Peter Parker is. Compared to the Hulk, he's frail. So, I was saying, how crazy would it be if Peter Parker ends up being the Hulk? Because Dave and I were talking, he said, it's going to be all about all the power and none of the responsibilities. And he thought it was going to be Tony Stark. Yeah, he thought it was going to be Tony Stark, but I figured he'd be too busy with Iron Man. But it'd be cool if if he used that concept of Spider-Man. So he could shirk away some of the guilt that he has about having all this power. And maybe he won't be able to do the same things with it anymore. I don't know. know. We'll see what happens. It's supposed to be revealed very soon. uh, Have you been reading Secret Wars? No. Awesome. I'm gonna wait till the compilation of it because it's it's getting too hard for comics right now. Like everything's a huge crossover event. You miss one issue and you're fucking thrown off. That's pretty awesome. But uh, very exciting in the world of comics. Any more corrections? Nope. That's all we have for. I can't believe we're still in that direction. Stand <laughs> up. Uh, those are all the mistakes we made on the last episode, but uh, don't fault us for that because we all make mistakes and we all have regrets in life. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low price, call 312-945-6254 or visit their website at aliminsurance.com. That's A-L-I-M for a limb. Because they won't charge you an arm and a leg. A limb insurance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the fuck you department. I have a two-part for one episode. Automobile, fuck you. Firstly, we were pulling into Golden Nugget today, and there were two motorcyclists who were taking up a total of three spots, like douchebags. And How do you take up three spots? Because they're apart lengthwise, not parallel with the lines. They're parked like perpendicular with the lines. So they, the motorcycle was that long and took up three spots? Well, they're like on the middle line of each one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's just a dick move, and it's one of those things like, I see all these signs on the back of people's cars saying, watch out for motorcycles, you know, keep your eye out for motorcycles. Okay, how would they fucking drive according to the rules of the road? And I'll be able to watch them just fine. Because every time I see somebody on a motorcycle, they're going between cars. That Okay, so you have to wait like everybody else. There's no reason for you to have to drive in my blind spot in a way that there's no lane to my right, but you're going to drive there because there's enough room for you. That's not how traffic fucking works. Read your rules of the road. You were not taught that way. Don't drive that way. I don't want to hear that. If, if I clip you, that's your fucking fault. Sorry. So, that's one. Two, fuck you to the person out front from Nelson's house who is parked next to an open parking spot on the street. Either pull into the spot or move up so that I could park there. Or anybody could park there. Why would you fucking just wait outside of a parking spot? I don't understand it. So, you could bullshit with somebody? Okay, fine. Get out of your fucking car, but move a little bit. Go to where the fire hydrant is and put your hazards on. There's no need for you to take up an area for a spot. And she didn't fucking use it, dumb broad. That's mine, Nelson. F you to uh, the United States of America. This is our 4th of July episode. On the Independence Day. I know. That's why it pains me, because I love this country. But why can't I import a Nissan GTR? <laughs> I have to wait 25 years to import one? Now, granted, the R32 is now finally available. And that's like a 1989-1990 car, right? It's probably got a cassette player still. I want an R34. I want a, two, I want a 1999 R34. But I can't import it because U.S. regulation says no. And because the way the turbos are set up and blah, blah, blah. Stupid. It's the only car. I can I can import a, I can import almost like an Evo or something if I want it. But Japan. There, but I can't import a GCR. There are R34s out there. Like how? Yeah, but they have like there's like loopholes. Like they're only for car shows, and you're going to drive them like to and from a car show. Did they like bring them over from on the Dragon Boat from Mortal? 
<laughs> probably because I've never seen one on the road. I've seen one on like parked. Yeah, in uh, on top street. Top street. Yeah, on and I, just, I heard that it's a girl's car. Sounds about right. It's hot. And uh, f you to uh, <laughs> what if she's Asian? Not hot. <laughs> Asian girls are pretty much. No, no I'm not gonna say that because it's painting with a broad brush. Broad brush. That's not right. I have a daughter and a wife. Yeah, but I. <laughs> She's grown up. I can't do anything about that. Oh, and um, F you to Xbox One or whoever makes HDMI's because it's killing me. I'm trying to figure out how to connect my surround sound and my Xbox, my new Xbox One and my TV using HDMI cables. I'm looking at the this diagram here and I can't do it to, to connect to my Yamaha. So if anyone ha- knows how to do it, send UTGH a tweet and they'll forward it to me. A week late. A week late. You're, but... you're gonna wait. You're gonna wait a week to install it. I just want to play Forza Five in stereo surround. I heard if you like, just tell the Xbox hook up HDMI. <laughs> that is so. Fucking first world problems. It is. It is. Shout out to Jared. It's just, when I'm going through the gears in my R34 that I can't buy in real life, so I have to play in Forza 5. I want to hear it out of my right and my left. Why don't you just buy the new Skyline? Yeah. Oh, my, my other FU is to Nissan for making a the GTR eight and nine thousand dollars. It's the whole point of a GTR used to be that a common man with a decent job can afford one and then beat up on guys who are compensating for small dicks and have to buy Ferraris. That was the whole point of a GTR. You could smoke Ferraris, but no, now it's the eighty nine thousand dollar car. How so, much is a Ferrari? At least one hundred fifty. Oh, it's still like half the price. Yeah, I know, but you tell Liz that I'm gonna go buy a GTR. See what she does. Now you got a good job now. Yeah, I have nowhere to park it. Where am I gonna park a GTR? Don't you have like a whole lot behind your? Yeah, my that lot's been my car's been broken into a for for a sketchbook. And you know what happened? I'm, I found my sketchbook three houses down in the alley. Apparently, somebody wasn't a fan. <laughs> now I had to pay for a window, and my feelings are hurt. You at least kept the art. I'm not drinking a beer. I'm, I'm eating some raisins. In the beer. Rodney? Continuing on my long list of fuck yous because uh, we well we skipped a week on getting fuck yous. I got a ton. On the lines of uh, a motor's fuck you, let me paint a picture for you for the fuck you for this episode. Make Plasky? sure you use broad strokes. Was it on Plasky? No, it was actually in Schomburg. So I'm going down, I think it's a uh, golf road or it might have been Higgins, and I'm heading west. And I come to an intersection where I need to make a left turn into the shell station. I think it's Higgins. So I'm in the left turning lane, and on my 9 o'clock is another street where some Asian lady in a BMW is also turning left in her left turn lane. So she gets the arrow to turn left, but instead of turning left, mind you, she has four or five cars behind her, as I have four or five cars behind me. Instead of turning left, she tra- she decides she's going to go to the shell, so she pulls a three-point turn oh, from wow. the left turn lane There you go. at my nine o'clock. So not only does, well, one, she doesn't, has no, she's not capable of making the three-point turn, clearly. Because she's a woman? Or Asian? Maybe because she's in a BMW. And An guess, Asian driving woman? <laughs> and I guess when you buy a $50,000 vehicle, you get a license that's says you are now allowed to drive like an asshole but she pulls a three-point turn from the left turn lane so she blocks not only the four or five people behind her but i get my arrow so i can turn left into you know the opposite direction of you know her traffic and she's blocking me from going straight and pulling into the shell station so fuck you for doing that an additional fuck you because you're just making all our asian drivers look bad it's like self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> so fuck you to that lady whoever you are i literally we went to the same shell station i was gonna go up to her and like she's fucking driving like an asshole it's like somebody needs to tell that lady hopefully she'll listen to hopefully she'll listen to the podcast imagine if she had an eight nine thousand dollar car how much of an asshole she'd drive like yeah i literally think that the turning radius in the gtr as opposed to the amount of money you spend for the car determining what kind of car you can have i think it should be dependent upon your driving skill if you, if you drive like an asshole you should be driving a piece of shit if you know how to drive you should have a nicer car there should be different levels of license or there should be stricter regulations depending should on you get like a fucking car voucher when if you drive a certain amount of years without an accident or a ticket yeah oh snap <laughs> is that fergie oh snap <laughs> I don't know what that means. you know what you're gonna have to do now right Ronnie? shout out to episode two <laughs> <laughs>
Or the dance breaks? No. Oh, shit. I was thinking about a good bam, dance bam, break. Bam, no. Bam, no. Bam. What's a good dance break? Fergie? No. Fergie. You gotta do something that somebody's gonna listen to really like, like, oh, what? And like, have to play this, have to raise it up. Like, warm it up, Chris. You know? Shooting shoot the gift like a gun. Showing us how it's done. Can't touch this. Well, I go crazy when I hear a hi-hat. <laughs> or you could do a, like a classic one, like Reasons. No, you ever think? You ever no, put like Earth, Wind, and Fire? Like, reasons! Oh, yeah, we did Earth, Wind, Fire. And our baby making music segment, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. That was a good episode, the one with all the music. I was jamming. And then you guys came back, okay, well, we're back. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and you're, hi, this is Ming Chen. Yeah. Hey, this is Ming Chen. That any poor more, bastard. Uh, any more fuck you? Yeah, I'll throw one more out this episode. So, I was in Wilmette. For those of you who are in Illinois, Wilmette's a well-to-do neighborhood. North of Skokie, right? I, they wouldn't yeah. even let me drive through there. Yeah. You need an $80,000, $89,000 car to drive through Wilmette. Drive through the streets of Wilmette. So anyways, I'm in Wilmette, and I stop by the Jewel, because you know, I'm stopping by an appointment for work, and I needed some Red Bull, because I was feeling a little down. Pretty far commute to Wilmette. And they were having some sort of special, I forget what, I think it might have been in prep for Father's Day, or whatever, you know, whatever's going on, where, I don't even know how this is legal, but it was somehow a deal where you can buy chicken and get a case of beer America. for like two or three bucks less than what it would normally be. So this lady in Wilmot had this coupon for, you know, the chicken and beer combo, and she decided she wasn't going to get the chicken, she just wanted the beer. And mind you, it wasn't any craft brewery beer. It was a twelve ninety nine case of Miller Lite, or the special was for eleven ninety nine for the case of Miller Lite, and it rang up 12 So this lady in Wilmette is throwing up a big deal about it's twelve ninety nine instead of eleven ninety nine. This how you stay rich, bro. I literally wanted to take a dollar out of my wallet and be like, lady, I just need my Red Bull. I need to get to an appointment. Here's your fucking dollar. So she's looking at the cashier and she's like, what am I supposed to do? Now I have to go to the customer service desk? Oh, God forbid you should have to go to the customer service desk to save yourself a fucking dollar. That's how I stay rich? Yeah, must be why I'm not rich, because I don't give a fuck about one dollar. <laughs> when I'm trying to get out of the line of jewel. Time is money. In Wilmette, apparently. Green is for the money and gold is for the honey. Honey dips. But uh, yeah, it's my fuck you for this episode. The last time I heard a honey dip. And Harry, Jimmy, Trent, wherever you are out there, fuck you too. Fuck you. Alright, moving on to our pissing on grace segment. Oh, I want to piss on grace. Where were you in the acapella episode? Make me feel so good. <laughs> what? You feel alright. Go ahead, Rodney. Alright, this week's Pissing on Graves is going to be on James Robert Rebhorn, or Reborn. He was born on September 1st, 1948, and he passed on March 21st, 2014, so last year. He was an American actor. I think we might have pissed on his grave before, but hopefully nobody will remember that episode that we did that on. Anyways, he was an American actor who played be so lucky. in over 100 films, TV series, and plays. At the time of his death, he had recurring roles in the current series White Collar. Well, it's not current anymore. And uh, Homeland, blah, 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 blah. He played several roles on TV, <laughs> including an abusive stepfather, Bradley Rains, on the soap opera Guiding Light, uh, which we're probably too young to remember. He played uh, a lot of people who are listening to this who are going to remember him from... You think they had ID- Guiding Light in Ghana? ID4. Well, I was going to say uh, Pete and Pete. Oh, yeah. Playing Pete and Pete. If you've uh, seen Scent of a Woman, Ooh-ah. he was uh, the guy in the last scene who was holding Chris O'Donnell on trial. He usually plays a dick in every movie. He was Dr. Bob and Meet the Parents, speaking of being a dick. And uh, he was also the uh, the dick on ID4, which is why we chose him to piss on Graves for the Pissing on Graves segment today. Now during Independence Day, he was the man who did not let uh, Bill Pullman know about... Uh, Area 51. It's President Bill Pullman. President Bill Pullman. But, uh, yeah, that's what we'll... Uh, he had a really great career. Apparently a good enough actor that we all think he's a dick. So, I mean, he played the role well. Yeah, he was in the game. But, I mean, that's all we can really fault him for, that he always played a dick. And he had an unfortunate name that never came true. Well, 
Yet. Yeah, we'll see. There might be a second coming of Mr. Reborn. It'd be like a reborn identity. <laughs> I used to be a dick, but I was reborn and I forget who I was. But, Which, uh, wasn't Matt Damon kind of a dick? Killing people and shit? Yeah. They deserved it. Terrible. But uh, this has been Pissing on Graves. The James Reborn Edition. Should have pissed on the grave of one of the convicts that escaped. Hardly a celebrity, though. He'd just been schooled. No. Alright, moving on to our comic cliff notes, speaking of being schooled. Oh yeah. Nelson? Today, uh, we're, we're studying the character that is U.S. Agent. Uh, his first appearance was Captain America, number 323, on November 1986. Wow, that far old? That far, uh, that far away? That far old? That far back. That far back? I don't know what Jesus. I was gonna say. Either way, I can't believe he's the only fucking... His I'm real name was John F. Walker. So... His name, ladies and gentlemen, was Robert Paulson. Johnny Walker. Was Johnny Walker. His occupation was adventurer and government agent. What makes you be an adventurer, really? Uh, you need a bottle cap from uh, like grape soda and a bunch of balloons that you can pick up your house. <laughs> adventurer, like I mean, I could be an adventurer. You can. Well, Sometimes I go to Chipotle and I'm like, you know what? Put some guac on it, and I don't know if I have enough money in my pocket. That's being adventurous. Well, yep. you better not haggle over that one dollar. Ronnie will get kind of pissed <laughs> off at you. That guac is more than a dollar. <laughs> Chipotle and they, yeah. and like they act like they're growing the avocados back there. I feel like the guy at the end of Scarf, uh, the beginning of Scarface, was like masamon, masamon, because like I need some guac on my. If I'm paying two eighty six for some guac, you better put more than a little dollop on there. You know, take out the meat, make it all guacamole. <laughs> Here's the meat. We get a guac burrito. Yeah, I'm not even gonna eat it, but. Whoa. Gross. America. Shout out to the Vagina Dialogues. That's like one of their uh, interview questions. What do you get on your Chipotle burrito? Everybody. It should just come standard. Paying extra for guacamole is like, that's like having sex with a girl and you have to pay extra for her to take her top off. Like, sure. Why are you paying anything? I'm saying in general. It should come with it, right? That's my point. (laughs) You you shouldn't have to pay for it. Back to the U.S. agent. Blah, blah, blah. Six weeks. Four. Curious. Special powers and abilities. Superhuman strength and stamina carries a shield made of vibranium, which can absorb the vibrations from concussive forces directed against it. His older brother was a soldier who died in Vietnam. This guy joined the military to honor his memory. That's real smart. And then uh, after completing his service, he heard that a power broker had developed a process to give normal people superhuman strength. It's a power broker. Uh, he became the super patriot when the commission on superhuman activities forced Steve Rogers to give up being Captain America Walker replaced him Rogers later reclaimed his mantle and Walker became the US agent he was assigned to the West Coast Avengers and stayed on the team until it renamed itself Force Works stupid name Marvel by the way he also led a team called the jury against the Thunderbolts and was later drafted to lead the government's new invaders team. So yeah, he was a puss. He was a shit. He took over for Captain America, but Captain America quit. Captain America didn't quit. Captain America was upset and became nomad, hence a man without a country because he was way his girl. he was upset the way his government was. Wait a minute. Attacking. Captain America was nomad? Yep. For a while, yeah. The guy with the trench coat and the baby strapped to his back? Yep. That was Cap? Yep. No, there was another guy named. Let's look it up, shall we? No, we only do one comic cliff note. But his original yeah, costume good. was almost identical to Captain America's, except it, there was no A on the forehead, and it was black in the spots that it was blue, which I thought looked a lot cooler, especially back in, like, the early 90s. Is there a variant on that for uh, in Marvel vs. Capcom, U.S. Agent? Mm. Or that's just an alternate cap? Is it, 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 it a Punisher cap? Yeah, uh, yeah. Agent cap. But, um... Maybe in the old ones. Great, great costume. No, Nomad was... His name was Jack Monroe in the... Um, Became the Bucky sidekick of the replacement Captain America during acted during that period. So who would you get to play U.S. Agent? It's got to be somebody comparable to, to uh, Chris Evans. Well, I think Chris Evans and the next Cap croaks. I think Thor croaks. Obviously Ragnarok. All the contracts are up, and they get a recast on Captain America is actually still alive. We all know that story. Blah blah. Spoilers. It's like eight years old, by the way. Cap survives, comes back. 
Thor comes back, so they're gonna have to recast him, so might as well recast Cap. So who'd you get to play US agent? Tom Brady. Way to deflate the show. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Man, I, I mean Chris Pine? Is popular? It's too short. He's already He's like five foot. He's already six. this guy though. Kirk? No, Chris did I say Chris Pine? Chris Pratt? Chris Pine? Say Chris Pine. Who is Captain Kirk? Hip Hop Anonymous? Chris Pratt is Star Lord. Star Lord. And also in Jurassic World. I don't know, I really wish they would give Spart my 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 guy from Spartacus some love. I know he's in Flash, but that doesn't count because you know it's a Flash. Who likes a Flash? Honestly, it's not a bad show, but I don't know. The people that I know that have seen it thought that it's like the Atom. Finally, he's gonna shrink. I don't know who play the Nathan Fillion. Yeah, it was Nathan Fillion. My old, but he's from Firefly. Firefly Serenity. More important, who would play Namor? Who did you play Namor? Nobody as big as. The Rock or Vin Diesel, like people were saying for such a long time. No, I like the guy uh, for Namor, the guy who was in that Vampire Diaries. Uh, like crazy look. I can see what you're going to say. I mean, I've never seen the show, but I've seen the commercials. Yeah, the, vibe, the, the guy. The eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks. What about the guy who played Spock? Or how about Army Hammer? Nobody's giving him a role or anything. Yeah, they gave him Lone Ranger, and look what happened there. How about this guy, Matthew Davis? Well, I don't know where he's been, but he looks maybe a good cat, huh? A pretty boy. What about the kid from uh, that awkward moment, Zach Efron? I think he's like five foot three. Of this course. guy, Namor. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he kind of looks like Namor. I'll give you that one. All right, let's move on to our top topic for the day. So for top topics today. We're going to be talking about our favorite TV and movie father figures. So I'm going to start off with Will Smith in The Pursuit of Happiness. Mm, that's as, a good one. I mean, is it fictional? Fictional or factual, yeah. I guess. I guess. I'm going to go with Bill Cosby in The Cosby Show. Obviously not the Bill Cosby in real life. Not rapist Bill Cosby, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I posted on Facebook today that scene where uh, he's forcing Rudy and Vanessa to drink... Well, they're you know, Vanessa get hung over, whatever. Forcing him to drink the iced tea. Spoiler alert. And uh, that whole scene has a whole different connotation now that... You know, not that he was convicted, but, I don't know, all signs point to. All signs point to, yes. Just for the scene where, when Theo gets his ear pierced too, how he talks to Theo is, I think, awesome. So that's your coming out, you're coming out the gate right out the bed with Bill Cosby. And Uncle Phil in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. James Avery. James Avery. That one scene where Will Smith is crying on his shoulder, talking about, like, my dad didn't want me kind of thing. Very, very touching movie on TV, even if you were to watch it now, especially you know being a father. Yeah, yeah. Will Smith's dad really doesn't like him in real life. Well, somebody's got to not like Will Smith. Who doesn't like Will Smith? That's what I'm saying. That's like, oh God, you're not people not liking Will Smith is like when people are like, oh God, Adam Sandler. Like, come on, what has he done to you? He's harmless. All right, so what about you? I'm gonna go Rick Grimes biting guys' necks out because their someone's about to get raped. That's my right out the gate, Rick Grimes. Two, I'm gonna go. Uh, you have two last samurais. Yeah, no, come here every time talking about last samurais. One apparently is the second to the last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, Liam Neeson and Taken. Ah! Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> John McClane or whatever, but I don't know about that. And, uh, well, you know what? You go. I don't want to take yours. I don't keep taking yours. No, that was my one. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, how about uh, John Q? That was a good one. Yeah. What he's willing to do for his son. Yeah, I didn't really understand that until I had kids. Like, thought it was a good movie and all, but it's a whole new level of what do you do for your kids? I mean, I would, we're doing best fathers. We should do it one day horrible fathers. So I got a couple. You know, there aren't very many good examples of uh, fathers in movie and TV. There's not a lot of father love in general in the world. We talked about this in class the other day about how I was a stay-at-home dad last summer. And I um, I was at Panera with Izzy. We're sitting down having a good lunch like we did once in a while. Maybe, maybe every week we go out to Panera on the way to the dog beach. And um, this lady comes up to me and says, wow, you know, I've never seen a male nanny before. And I was like... <laughs> 
her father. Like, it struck me as weird because in a lady's mind, it's quicker to think that I'm a male nanny than I could be a dad. I actually take care of his kid. So I thought that was kind of weird. But like, in terms of cinema and TV. Oh, Jay Pritchett and uh, Modern Family. Yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, he's married to a hot. He's what? Uh, Jay Pritchett. He's the, the older guy, right? Yeah, Al. Yeah, Al Bundy. The other dad is good. The goofy dad. He's a good yeah, figure. Yeah, I yeah. would say him too. Like, Phil Dunphy. Like, you want to talk about having a bond with your kids kind of thing. How about, um, not Darth Vader's <laughs> putting, oh. his kids, putting his kids hand off and whatnot. Maybe Han Solo will be a good dad. I don't know. I mean, he is a scruffy-headed nerf herder. Who are you calling scruffy look? Uh, I'll tell you who isn't a good dad. Thomas Wayne. Because <laughs> he died? Yeah. Way to bleed out in the alley. What about Howard Stark? No. The guy Commando, Schwarzenegger in Commando, taking out, like, helicopters and shit for his daughter. Speaking of Schwarzenegger and being a dad, have you seen the preview for the movie Maggie? Yeah. No. It looks yeah, it, looks, it looks really fucking good. Yeah, he's getting good views for that. What is it? She turns into a zombie? Yeah, but it's like, like but it's sick. like a slow it's not like twenty days later they become a zombie and like eight seconds later they're and they get bitten and eight seconds later they're an Olympic athlete. No, this is like oh she's infected, it's gonna be like yeah, you got four months with her and before we gotta come and take her away. And you see Arnold Schwarzenegger like showing actual emotion in the in the trailer alone. I was like, wow. Steve Martin, father of the bride. Ah, good one. You from Sh- how did you go from Schwarzenegger to Steve Martin? I thought about that halfway. It's like coming. I feel like coming. I don't know. Either way, that's a good pull. And uh, that's watching that movie now. Now that I have a daughter, changes my perspective on shit too. How about Geppetto? Pinocchio loses his kid. Get swallowed by a whale. Still a father figure. Swallowed by a whale. Yeah, I get it too. I did Uncle Phil. Just put that shit down anywhere, huh, Rodney? Talk to Dad and Jumanji. No. Forrest Gump. People call him Forrest Gump. Mufasa was a horrible dad. But everything the light touches was his kingdom. Yeah, but he couldn't give him like his kid that one little corner right there. And he was always lying. Little bitch ass Simba. I get it. Indiana Jones, the greatest dad of all time, the greatest movie character of all time. Sean Connery. He didn't even know he was a dad. But when he did, he was awesome. He was the best part of uh, Crystal Skull. Oh, I'm sorry, my, I'm sorry, I had to adjust myself in my studio in front of two men. Jesus. You're at, like, fucking face level with Rodney adjusting your dick. Sometimes the yambang, the humidity. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park 3? <laughs> two. Two. Oh, the God. Lost World. Man, Rodney, pay some respect where, where we are. No. <laughs> Think ahead a little bit. Yeah. Well, the shoveler in Jurassic Park 3 for losing their kid in a park full of dinosaurs. But he actually went back to retrieve him, so. I'm Nerd sure alert. Rodney, I'm sure Rodney could have put in the actual sound yeah. for it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Chef. Hello there, children. John Favreau in the movie Chef. I'm sorry, children. I really like the movie, yeah. Did, uh, did a very, very good job. <clears throat> I'm literally just looking around. I thought you were going to say South Park. What about the dad from Silent Hill? Sean Bean? Yeah. Hell yeah. Rush, rush, get the yayo. Send no kiss. Sheriff Brody and Jaws. Yeah. Plays with his kids while he's, you know, stressed out. It's not easy to do. How about, um, Ben Affleck in Jersey Girl? Oh, yeah. That's probably the only good thing about that movie. I didn't think it was a bad movie, really. George Carlin. George Carlin in Jersey Girl. I'm literally looking around all my movies. Edward James almost in Selena. <laughs> <laughs> he played the role of every Latin man, or, or Latin dad, or any dad in general. Put some clothes on, Selena. Boost the gig? I love the fact that they make the dad sound like he's being unreasonable. Like, she's out there in a fucking bra. Yeah. I'd be pissed off, too. I mean, just fathers or father figures? Father figures. Oh, uh, have you guys seen the movie The Family? Or Robert De Niro? He's gonna say Robert De Niro and Meet the Parents. Yeah, he was a bad dad. That was, uh, Meet the Fockers was actually on as I was leaving. How about, um... How about the, the president, Bill Pullman in Independence Day? How about Vito Corleone? Yeah. Or Will Smith in Independence Day. Wasn't even the kid's father, you know? 
That was more unrealistic than the aliens attacking. Why? Because he's black? No, because okay. raising your kid like that. You're so that's, fucking racist. I'm a fish fighting. How about Uncle Ben? Yeah. You can't stop a bullet either. You're bad. It's a Spider-Man fan over here. He doesn't even say it. Because I don't like bringing it up, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> now you're sitting here and thinking about We don't need to Uncle talk ben. about the origin story again. Yeah. All right, let's move on. All right, moving on to our... Did you type that out? What'd you say? Segment. Goddamn right, I typed it out. Wooko, wooko, wooko. What'd you say? What was the leader of the Star Jammers? Cyclops dead? Yeah. It's like a pirate, right? Shout out to all the gays out there. <laughs> Work like a captain. <laughs> For reals. Why have that in here? I don't know. It's cool, man. When are you a captain or a pirate? The captain of B.O.B. Shout out to B.O.B. Bing, 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 bing. All right, so. Here is human to R.B. pirate. Mm-hmm. All right, so. You know how the game works, right, Nose? I can imagine. Number 56. We went up to 55 on last night. I'll 56. I'll take it. Number 56, yeah, starting with you. Um, you need brass fucking balls to sell real estate. You know Gary Glenn Ross? I've never seen it. <sighs> you got anything from this millennium? You never could defeat me, Egg Chen. Big Trouble Little China. You know they're doing a remake? Yeah. With The Rock as Jack Burton? Yeah. People forget that the first country the Nazis invaded was its own. Inglorious Bastards? Nope. Say right, right? Nope. Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. When... Oh, yeah, right, Stanley right Tucci. Bef- when Stanley Tucci's talking to him right before he gets... Like, the night before the experiment. Oh, I was probably in the bathroom. Drinking off. No, but waiting. I'm like, let's let's wait till the real action starts. Right. I am Iron Man. Jurassic Park? <laughs> uh, you said it yourself, bitch. We're the Guardians of the Galaxy. And Gary Glenn Ross? You say that no one asks for a savior, but every day I hear the world crying out for one. Man of Steel. No. Daredevil? No. Superman Returns. I remember that movie. That's where he, he magically had a kid and didn't know about it. He's creeping on Lois Lane outside a window, but he, he didn't think, hey, maybe that kid's mine the whole time. All right. Master Sergeant, suck my dick. G.I. Jane. Very good. Turn down the right back alley in Sin City and you'll find anything. Uh, Selena. Funny. Oh, we're actually kind of glad you said that. Seeing old Donnie go to work is about the closest we get to the movies nowadays. Daniel Brasco? Glorious Bastards. <laughs> <coughs> I wouldn't tell them what we want to think. Funny, some of these are more difficult than people assume. Well, yeah, well, I listen to the other podcasts and everything's coming to America, Jurassic Park, Pulp Fiction, movies I know. You're so, putting out Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and, and like the yeah, English man. patient. I'm telling you, man, not all of them are going to be easy ones. Like the next one's going to be a little difficult. Are you hearing me, David? Independence Day? Urban Cowboy. Unbreakable. I'm a minority of a minority of a minority. Minority Report? Chasing Amy. Very good. <laughs> I am the Metatron, the voice of the one true God. Dogma. Dogma. Very good. Carpe diem, seize the day, boys. Dead Poet Society? Very good. I'm the guy that does his job. You must be the other guy. The Departed. Yeah, I quoted Mark fucking Wahlberg for you guys. You happy? I think I'm gonna try and model my whole life after that guy. Speaking of... Mark Wahlberg? No, that character. Let me get the tuna. No crust. There you go. You happy? That make you feel better or worse? Make me cry. Now you mentioned Uncle Ben and Paul Walker in the same same the same night. You want me to kill myself? Did one of those names have a Lynn at the end of it? Ted. And well, I feel sheepish. All right, you bad boy. Aladdin. Very good. That's two uh, Mark Wahlberg quotes in this uh, mm-hmm. one round. Two Rob Williams. There is uh, if you listen to the podcast Doug Loves Movies. There's a similar game called Doing Lines with Mark, where Mark, Mark, Mark Wahlberg does lines for movies. And well, I don't think it's actually Mark Wahlberg. But... You guys want to do another few? They can take away our land, but they'll never take away our freedom. Yes, what's the movie? Braveheart. Thank you. Conspiracy Lot- theory. <laughs> Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Porn. The craft. Are you kidding me? You must be high as a fucking kite right now. Making me swear. I guess we all go a little mad sometimes. Wait, is that a quote or the tagline? The movie I've seen in here. You have chosen poorly. Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. <laughs> Rubber Baby Bumpy Bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I was going to say that, did you? Oh, wait. Schwarzenegger. That was in that last action hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Spared no expense. Jurassic Park. God damn. 
Uh, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Die Hard. Miracle on 34th Street. Thank you. I've never seen it. Scrooged. You are one ugly motherfucker. Alien? Every girl's ever talked to me. Predator. And your soul is mine. Mortal Kombat. And the last one. Who wants to go home and who wants to go with me? About as good of a... Van Damme? Yes. Yeah. What movie? Really? I thought it, I thought that was your Stallone. Street Fighter? Yes. I thought that was your Stallone. No. My mouth wasn't slanted. All right, moving on to our open forum segment. You guys got anything for open forum for today? Oh, yeah, we should talk about... Uh... So, Nelson, you've heard the Avengers episode. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to say go on? <laughs> I think that uh, I went to that movie expecting something totally different. And the movie was dark. It was the whole freaking island or country is going into the sky. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I was just like, again, like... Yeah, again, couldn't fucking Hemdall have opened the Rainbow Bridge and everybody just, hey, let's chill out on... The fucking... Rainbow Bridge was broken, though. I feel like they did take a lot of shots no, at DC, though. It was working because uh, Thor. that's how Thor got back to... Uh, that's how he left the farm. Like the whole Thor going into that puddle... To see the future. Why not? It was just a taste of right. Where's Black Panther at? I just felt like oh, they took a shot at DC with the whole like saving the civilians because of Man of Steel killed everybody. But I just felt like I didn't like Ultron's quirkiness. I didn't like him like cracking jokes. That's exactly what I said. But see, he should a, be. He's a I know product like, of Tony Stark, though. Right, and I get it that he was trying to. I mean, in comic books, he's mapped after Hank Pym's head or brain. But I don't know. I just felt like it was too. He was too jokey for. Her. I mean, that was my main thing. I felt like too. Like everybody was making jokes. I felt like it was too much like Avengers Part One. We're like Ultron after Ultron after Ultron after Ultron that they're beating down. Just like just. Chitauri. Uh, Chitauri. Like, like, I want to see a villain actually fight them. A villain not created by Tony Stark and actually fight them. Now, get down to the nitty gritty. Ant Man looks no, no, no. awesome. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> It does look awesome. I can't wait for it, man. Tony Stark scene where he's freaking out. Someone told me that you see a black glove in a corner down like this. And it's supposed to be Black Panther. It's supposed to be there. And there's supposed to be another like a red glove. Some people are saying that's Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel has... Oh, yeah, I guess that's a female one, doesn't it? But I just felt like it was too, like... I liked the beginning scene when they're taking down Baron Stroker. And I loved Scarlet Witch walking all quirky and stuff like that. I thought that was a pretty cool effect that they used on her. I mean, I've seen that effect, but to use it on her, they made her look scary. Scarlet Witch. And I thought that was pretty cool. Did you, did you like their accent? In, it was only in the opening sequence, though. You the accent didn't those? bother me too much. People didn't... Some people hated the accent. It didn't bother me. I didn't mind Because when I read Scarlet Witch on a reader with accent either. You know, like when you read comic books, you usually have a voice for that person. I don't read with accent. I do now, but I mean, she's not really in anything right now. The whole spoilers, Quicksilver dying, I'm like, come on, man. You couldn't dodge all those bullets. You didn't see that coming? He's not as fast as the Flash. I just, like, you don't introduce somebody and kill him in the first movie, in the same movie. They need somebody to avenge. They need it. They already had Coulson. They didn't tell. Him, they don't know anything about Coulson still being alive. Yeah, actually, they do because if you're watching, if you're current with Agents of Shield, Coulson's the one who sent the Avengers after Ron Strucker. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't. I haven't seen it. Spoiler. So I have to watch Shield. The Theta Protocol. I haven't caught up with it yet. Coulson's also the one who resurrected the Helicarrier. That and yeah. So what is your order of Marvel movies that have been released so far? Avengers is number one, but you can't count Avengers. Cause that's Avengers. In order of what I like or order of in what o- I think's the best. In order of I think if somebody were to pull you into a room right now and be like, you have to watch all the Marvel movies, Marvel Universe movies, excuse me, in the order of your choosing by your preference. Somehow we already know what your preference is. Marvel, if you, if Marvel, you the Marvel Studio ones though. Yeah. Iron Man one, Cap two, Cap one, Thor, Thor one and two. I'm surprised Guardians of the Galaxy hasn't shown up higher. Thor, Iron Man two, Guardians. Wow, Iron Man 2 before Guardians, huh? Iron Man 3 is last. It's the worst. Hulk, just before Iron Man 3. Just because I didn't like the design of the Hulk. And I didn't like the dance-off at the end of the Guardians. That really... That's like, you know, that's like... That's like you're banging like a really... Like, uh, this girl and it's awesome. And just before you're about to 
crack one off. You gotta pay. You get a phone call. Things. You get a phone call. You look down and it's your mom calling, and then you're nut and you're just like, "Fuck." I don't know. I I think a lot of people give Iron Man two a lot of crap. I like that one. But again, it's it like they're, they're getting. I'm tired of like the villain is the same thing as the bad guy. I mean, the, the same thing as a good guy, just a darker version. Iron Monger was just a big Iron Man. Which That's why like Loki's been so good, because Loki is... Like a dark version of Thor? But he's not. He's not a hand. He's not a bruiser. He's he's a Hans Gruber to John McClane. That's why... How many diehards are there? Five? How many villains can you name in Die Hard? Hans Gruber... There's his brother. How many? Simon you, Gruber. That's it. And the only reason you know that is because of Gruber. Hans Gruber is the best one. The other ones are just eh. The villain makes the movie. The villain makes name name all the great name all the great movies you could think of, right? And it's I guarantee the villain is what makes those movies memorable. Dark Knight, right? Die Hard. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Silence of the Lambs. It's always the villain. The yeah, how many people up. know the, the know the names of the villains in um Indiana Jones? I mean, they're Nazis. I mean, Hitler. You know, uh... Yeah, but with, yeah but with Die Hard, you could just as easily you know, say... Mercenaries. Mola Ram. Uh, who's the one in the first one? The archaeologist. Can't think of his name. Belash. Belak. 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 Belosh. They call him Belosh. Belak. But see, you know Belak, that. Belak, simpleton. But most people wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. Most really. people are sheep. Not our listeners. Our listeners know better. But the, the, the villain is what makes, I think, great movies. You don't have a good villain, you don't have... You know, what's the... What's the um, Conflict about. I mean, that's that's the other thing. The that happening. I liked about. Look at the happening. What was the villain? The happening. Plants. And I kind of like that movie. You're the the acting was bad. What? No. I give you that. The acting was horrible. But the concept of what? The concept of nature. No. Biological warfare from nature. I thought that was an awesome idea. It just poorly executed. People stabbing themselves in the neck. I was creepy. No, don't get me wrong. The body's it, falling. It, 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 that creepy. The happening beginning was like the day after tomorrow. Shout out to the Tenorio sisters. The first half of the movie is always awesome. Seeing the cool things like a tornado in LA was awesome. You know, people falling, the construction workers falling, killing themselves. That was nuts. And then the second half, the rest of the planet's covered in ice. And I got to deal with a blizzard movie. Or I got to deal and with wolves. For no fucking reason. Yeah. Those goddamn wolves in that movie. I'm like, we couldn't have left that shit out. That's about like a lot of movies, like the first half. Like a lot of movies just blow the low before. For a third act, especially especially gangster movies, Donnie Brasco, Goodfellas, Casino, they're all the same movie. Blow, Scarface, they're all really interesting in the first two acts, and then it's the same thing that faults them. They get too greedy. In Guardians of the Galaxy, at least it wasn't. You know, that goes against the whole. And he's Thanos, a dark version of these people. And Thanos, I felt like he looked cooler in Avengers than he did everything else. He's like a much lighter shade of purple. I know the cast is like a different design or whatever, but I thought he looked cooler at the end of Avengers. Maybe it's just the lighting. It was a darker purple, but who knows how his skin reacts with light. I don't know. And also, who's the bad guy in Back to the Future? Time. Uh, Alright. That fucking... <laughs> that, that, that picture? <laughs> also, how was that DeLorean driving in... 50s. On the road? I get that. <laughs> but they hit it, like, as soon as they got to the 50s. Like, what were they filling it up with? What kind of gas? You think an 80s DeLorean was taking 50s pump gas? You think a guy that created a fucking time machine on the DeLorean can't find some kind of filter that can take whatever they're pumping You think that E85 back then? Well, DeLorean's from the 80s. It wasn't... Yeah, it's a 30-year-old gas. Gas 30 years ago was probably crap. Probably rocks in it. He got it from point A to point B. Got him back to the 80s. He used the car for, like, five seconds, and then now they have the flying one. So, didn't really fucking matter. I like the movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else that you guys want to talk about for open forum today? Oh, you said um Michael Douglas movies. How about Julia Nile? Yeah. Romance of the Stone. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Those. They're not bad movies, but just. I bet it was awesome to be in Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh, you want me to see what's trending? Oh no, what I did want to talk about. So the last episode, 
I actually hadn't aired yet, but um, we talked about. I've been getting into the the Smith Signal. It's a new podcast from uh, our uh, friends from across the pond, Andy and Matt. And they had an interesting take on uh, episode fifteen, where they're talking about. They were debating about if you had a choice of what you would rather see next in terms of a Batman incarnation. Would it be better to have another Christopher Nolan in terms of, you know, reality and uh, storytelling, or are we going in the right direction with the Batman v Superman? Because, you know, they, they leaked the synopsis to Batman v Superman and how it's a world rooted in reality based on the existence of an alien among us. So it kind of changes the dynamic, and it's not like it is in the comic book or, you know, how we know Superman to be, or have we seen him in the new previous Superman movies where it's just, oh, he's an alien we accept the fact that he's here. I th- I'll tell you, it's not so much tone in the movie that I'm concerned about because I think that, those, that movie looks too dark. Right off the bat, I'll tell you, those, that DC movie, those DC movies are turned a lot, going back to kids, I don't think a lot of kids are interested in watching such a dark-ass movie. It looks dark, actually dark, like literally dark, and it looks tonally dark. But I don't think they've captured a detective Batman yet. They've done the balls-out ninja Batman. They've done the gadget Batman. But they haven't done the actual detective Batman. I want to ask one I want to see. I want to see Batman figure out Clark Kent as Superman. I want to see how he figures that out. So, if choosing between the two, a new Batman v Superman or another Nolan, could possibly more realistically take a direction of the detective Batman... Where are you in the Nolan like if, camp? They did, like if they did a Nolan one where he was a detective? Yeah. I like the costume better than Batman v Superman, and I'm interested in seeing them together on the screen. I think that DC is going to blow their load in the first movie. I mean, I think that... Okay, let's go back and look at Iron Man 2. Going back to Iron Man 2. So, I, are you, wait, are you leaning to the Batman v Superman, or...? I think so, because it's more comic booky. but I like the set design and stuff for Dark Knight. The wide angles, the cleaner lines... I like that. But something really bothered me about uh, Dark Knight, and they, they were talking about the new Batmobile, how the new Batmobile, there's no Lucius Fox. They haven't made any Batmobile that I've liked really since Tim Burns. But I mean, in this Bat- this incarnation of the Batmobile, it's very uh, rudimentary, because it's the best one man could have done on his own. So it's not a finished dashboard, it's a bunch of electrical boxes like stacked up on top of each other, probably you know soldered together. I think a man with that, that amount of resources can have a fabrication shop do it. And pay them hush money. In a world where people can drop GTR engines in a, a Nissan 350Z and make it work seamlessly, uh, that's an everyday man. But I'm saying, going back to Iron Man 2. You think in this day and age, like a shop, like we're building this badass car and they're not going to Snapchat it or yeah. fucking Instagram? That's why you have non-disclosure agreements. Except Batman's non-disclosure agreement is a fist to the face. I mean, you look at a company like Hennessy, right? They're taking like Vipers and they're putting a supercharger and it's like a thousand horsepower Viper. Can you imagine that? If a, and that's like what a guy with just some money. Can you imagine a guy like a billionaire like Bruce Wayne? You know, have bulletproof body panels and things like that run flat tires but like going back to Iron Man 2 we all wanted to see Iron Man 2 there was no way we were not going to see Iron Man 2 so Marvel knew that so they had introduced Black Widow somehow you put Black Widow in that movie Thor we all were going to watch Thor is introduce Hawkeye in it what's DC going to do when they have to introduce Flash and Green Lantern and whatever a well, lot of people Wonder Woman in this like, one like I know they're putting Wonder Woman Aquaman didn't you say they had three Aquaman movies I don't know. But anyway, going back, I think you were forced to see Black Widow and Hawkeye. Everybody's going to go watch Batman v Superman. Everybody. I will. But what's going to happen when, oh, we got Martian Manhunter and the Cyborg movie. It'll be crickets. Because you used up all your, your big shots already. You're going to blow your load the first one. I That's why Avengers was so great. That's why Avengers was so great. You got all these little pieces stacked up. Boom. There's a big payoff. So I don't know. The Suicide Squad movie looks whack too, by the way. But 
Nightmare. Oh, which one? Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. DC messed with Joker. You finally got the, the right Batman costume, and you have him with Superman, and you're going to mess with Joker? It. You haven't seen a Joker with all the tattoos? and a... No, I'm, I don't think I've seen the Batman costume. Really, it's the Frank Miller. Isn't that what they're going for, Batman Superman? Yeah. The big... Yeah. So it's the same costume? Same one. I mean, I'm sure he had different ones, but... But here, they're making a Batman movie. Is he going to be old Batman, or is he going to be like a prequel? Like, I'm kind of wondering, how are they going to introduce Batman? Because people are so shocked to see Superman. Nobody makes a reference to, hey, there's a cape guy in Gotham, too. They're going to make it just like... Same thing with Spider-Man. That's why I'm nervous about Spider-Man Civil War. They're going to do like Supreme Power, where, where Batman's been doing all his shit, probably probably doing his shit for years, and nobody fucking knows about it. And here comes Superman. Big, as, but again, I going back calls to him everybody's in, got a camera, the, and nobody can see, nobody can take a snap Batman. Uh, they'll probably be like, yeah, there's there's just one picture of him from, you know, 15 years ago. That's what I'm worried about Spider-Man Civil War, because the whole point of Civil War, the whole payoff of Civil War was... Spider-Man revealing himself because there's always been that, that running joke he works with JJJ who hates Spider-Man but this one there's no context nobody made any reference to a web slinger in any Marvel movie and now we're all supposed to be like oh my god Spider-Man revealed his identity like cool he just in Marvel appeared. we trust I know oh I know alright let's close this out because it's running long want to get some promotions that's Detective, just... make it long story short, Detective Batman is what I want to see. I got it. All right, moving on to our promotion department. So, coming up soon, we talked about Monica from Geeks of Go-Go. She posted something about the Fantastic Four movie, and I made sure to post. Fantastic Four is going to be a kind of fucked up movie stuff, and she's like, you know, it'd be great if you could write something for the site. So, I sat down and I wrote a blog. We'll let you know as soon as that's up. You know, we'll be posting it on Twitter, on Facebook. I'll be posting it, and it'd be cool if you guys could check it out. That way you guys could get the full grasp of the whole Fuck Fox Fantastic Four in case you don't already hear it every fucking week. Check that out. So I'm promoting Geeks of Go-Go and our Fuck Fox Fantastic Four movement all at the same time. We want to promote UTJH.net, our home site for the podcast. Also on Podomatic.com, Podbay.fm, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, at UTJH Podcast is a new Twitter account. Make sure to follow us. You can find us on Facebook.com slash hashtag spelled out UTJH. So... It's 4th of July coming up. I know it's not 9-11, but make sure to support your economy on that day. Give a big salute to America, even though we don't have a fucking GTR or whatever. Uh, you two months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. What? Anything else? What's My American on 9-11. Damn, uh, two months away. Two months away already? Yeah. Join our quest for better entertainment. Fuck all things Kardashian and West. Find us on the Get Disease Network also. Listen to all the shows on the Get Disease Network, including You're Gonna Get a Disease, Something Gate, Das Drunks, and the Vagina Dialogues. We are not podnogamous here at uh, UTJH, so listen to podcasts by our friends, uh, Taking the Bullet by Roman and Leroy, who actually go to watch movies that you wouldn't want to have to watch on your own, like uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Also listen to Radio Rebels on SoundCloud. Still no third episode yet. While you're on SoundCloud, look for Red Novella and uh, Tony Arjanon. And also you can find The Smith Signal on SoundCloud. Really great episode, Andy. Uh, really great show, Andy and Matt from Across the Pond. A lot of comic book talk on that show, so in good company. Shout out to those guys. I feel like we're missing something. We're on Geeks of Go-Go every Monday morning at 6am. Yep. You can find our uh, new episodes. You got a Twitter handle you want to promote? Oh, uh, my Twitter handle. Let me see what that is. I want to shout out all the listeners to UTJH. You guys keeping these guys honest and busy, which is, I appreciate that because who knows what kind of messed up habits these two would have. More for you guys. You'd probably be on the hair round or something. But I want to give a shout out to my guys, B.O.B. You know who you are. You should do another B.O.B. episode. Yeah. yeah, they're all over the place. Stefan's got a new job. Ronald's in Beantown right now. Matty's holding it down. Moving in with his lady and stuff. I don't know if that's secret or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. My Spider56 is my pa- my Twitter handle, I believe. I don't know. I don't know. What do you, what do you, oh, me. Spider56 is my Twitter handle. S-P-I-D-E-R-F-I-F-T-Y, the number six. I don't really tweet a lot, but if you want to send me stuff, comic books, I don't know. 
Help me out on Xbox or PS4. Um, I don't know how much time I have, but uh, yeah, just hit me up. I'm no longer doing the line that is drawn, but continue to, to give those guys support and love. They're really, really talented, talented people, really nice people, and support your local artists out there. Actually, there's some thing called Atomic Sketch that I'm thinking about trying one day, where it's a bunch of artists go to random bars, or not random, but they're scheduled bars, and it's a good time to hang out with a bunch of local artists, and they actually sell their artwork there at the bars. So I've been meaning to do that, but I haven't had a time. So use the internet for what it was for, spread information. And porn and help, not just porn and opinions. All right, let's call the podcast. Signing off from the ICW. Oh wow, that's so fucking weird here. I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. I'm the Carmel Unicorn, Nelson Flores. Oh my god. <laughs> and um, that just happened. Sounds like a penis.